You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to help you plan that unbelievable travel experience. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Hello and welcome to your Red Friday episode of the Arrowhead Drive. I'm Pete Sweeney. Let's start your morning with today's outlook on the Kansas City Chiefs. Here's what you need to know for Red Friday, October 1st. I appreciate everything you did, you know, respecting the situation. Um, I'm feeling great, first of all, and uh, it's good to be back and just getting on with, get on with business as, as usual here, so, uh, but... All's good, and I do do respect you for what you did, and I also respect the people that uh, tended to me during that time. It was, it was really top-notch. Head coach Andy Reid returned to the Arrowhead Stadium facilities this week after leaving Sunday's game in an ambulance in what the team has said was a precaution, with Reid feeling a little ill. Well, Andy spoke on Wednesday, and he thanked those media members in attendance for their handling of the story, as well as the fans for their concern. We know everybody in Kansas City has been thrilled to hear that Big Red is doing well and is back in the building, and it's an important week as he will be making only his second trip back to Philadelphia since becoming the head coach of the Kansas City Chiefs. Hard to believe now, but Reed hasn't coached a game as the Chiefs head coach in Philly since his first season with the Chiefs all the way back in 2013. If you're wondering, the Chiefs won that game 26-16, on the back of a defense that forced five turnovers, including an interception from none other than number 29, Eric Berry. So yeah, a long time ago indeed. There is one injury to know this week, and that's cornerback Rashad Fenton, who still finds himself in the concussion protocol as of this update. We'll see if defensive end Frank Clark, who is dealing with that hamstring issue, and cornerback Traverius Ward, who has a quad issue, play in this game against the Eagles on Sunday. Yeah, so listen, I mean, Brett, Brett always keeps his eyes open uh, for for good players. Josh is a good player. I think we all know that. Um, and he's worked hard on his situation um, and making sure it was right. He's been reinstated by the league, which I thought was important, an important step. And so we welcome him aboard. Um, he'll be working on the practice squad and doing a uh, I've seen where he's at football-wise, so um, nothing immediate, but we'll just see see where he's at and what he what he can do. One player we almost definitely won't see on the field Sunday is new practice squad wide receiver Josh Gordon. You just heard Reed's first comments after the signing, and he confirmed earlier reports that Gordon will spend some time on the practice squad as he learns the system and gets into football shape probably be at least a week or two before Gordon moves to the 53-man roster. Once that happens, Reed feels confident that the receiver is in a good enough place mentally right now to be a true asset on the football field. Well, how significant an asset? Sometimes you just got to ask good old Uncle Dave. You know, I, I, I talked to him yesterday. I said, you can return kicks. He just started laughing. You know? 
I mean, because we have all those guys out there that, that do it. And, uh, you know, I didn't ask him if he could cover any kicks either. But, uh, you know, I, I just think he's beyond that, to be honest with you. I mean, if he comes in to help us, it's going to be, you know, as a, as, a, as a two or a three receiver. You know, and I think, you know, in that role, he won't be playing special teams. You know, the, the main thing that he needs to do right now, and I know coaches talk, is get up to speed of what we're doing. And what our, our offense is complicated, and it's, you know, there's a lot to it. So he, he's not coming to special teams meetings. He's doing that. He's doing. He's meeting with Joe. Special teams coordinator Dave Tobe confirmed that no, Gordon will not be playing special teams. Instead, he'll be viewed as a number two or number three receiver in this offense. Tobe's words should perk the ears up of a few people. Let's name them. One, us reporters. Two, you the fans. And three, four, and five, Demarcus Robinson, McCull Hardman, and Byron Pringle. The Gordon clock is officially ticking. Yeah, so I think the guys were real. Well, you know, his coaches were real with him. And um, I, I think this, is, this, is, this situation is very obvious on what needs to take place. And we've got to make sure we get it done. And we're all in it. We're all in it. A one and two start is certainly uncharted territory for members of this Chiefs team that have only known pro football under Patrick Mahomes' leadership. The common theme throughout the week was how the Chiefs might respond to this early season adversity. You just heard Andy Reid talking about the mood as he gets ready for the trip back to Philly. As to be expected by this point, Mahomes, he was very much on the same page as the head coach. Yeah, it comes with how we go to work every single day. Uh, I thought we actually had a good uh, week of practices last week. Um, it didn't translate to the game. That's how we're going to respond to that. How are we going to come into the building this week? Knowing are we going to try to make ourselves better so that we can find a way to have success on game day. Um, and so it's, uh, it's how we respond. I've kind of said it a lot now, but it's true. I mean, uh, if you have that championship swagger, you don't let uh, a, a loss in September affect what your mindset is, and that's getting better every single day so that you can put yourself in the best chance to make a run at the end of the season. Yeah, one thing the Chiefs definitely need to do on Sunday is figure out how to get wide receiver Tyree kill the ball against an Eagles secondary that gave up three passing touchdowns to Dak Prescott on Monday Night Football. We've seen an emphasis the past two weeks from opposing defenses putting extra focus on keeping the cheetah from gashing that defense and throwing up the peace signs, scoring six. But Mahomes said, look, Hill's kind of used to this attention. He's such a good player. I mean, he's kind of seen this type of uh, thing happen to him throughout his entire career. Uh, it's our job uh, to find ways to get him open, find ways to, to get him chances to make plays. Um, and so... Uh, we have to do that to the best of our ability. He's such a playmaker, just find a ways to get him the ball. Um, and then at the end of the day, other guys have to step up to make plays as well, uh, myself included. Um, and so uh, it's definitely, it's definitely, it's frustrating in the sense that we, we want to get him involved as much as possible. But I think we're we're ready for the challenge of it, and uh, we've done it over these last few years. So we'll find a way to do it again. As we already mentioned, the Eagles secondary definitely having issues of its own so far this season. So. We would expect an emphasis on trying to get the cheetah running early in this one. Sort of, I guess. I mean, I think it's always in the back of my mind that, you know, not only is it my brother, but, uh, you know, and, and this is nothing against Kansas. I love Kansas City. I'm so fortunate to be here, man. But they uh, they took the opportunity away from me to play with my brother in Philly when they when they picked Zach Ertz in the, in the draft. So <laughs> it's just in me to, you know, see that and uh, – and Zach Ertz has been awesome for him, helped him get a Super Bowl. So, I mean, it wasn't the wrong pick. It's just in my mind they took that opportunity when I thought it would be so cool to, 
you know, play at all three levels with my brother, but um, I'm happy I landed here in Kansas City, I can tell you that much. Just in case you didn't know, Travis Kelsey's older brother, Jason, he's the starting center for the Philadelphia Eagles. So you have the brother versus brother factor in this game, but listen to Travis. It's more than that. He wants the Eagles to remember that day they chose Zach Ertz over him all the way back in the 2013 NFL draft. Ertz went in the second round before Travis fell to the third. What a steal that is. Travis has talked about how he's dreamed to play with his brother at the pro level right here on the AP Podcast Network, but this certainly adds another layer to the story. I think it's quickly fixable, man. Um, you know, as long as guys take the accountability and the responsibility, um, you know, and accept it first and foremost and raise their hand and say, hey, that was me that, that messed this up or, or miscommunicated. Uh, the more we could do that, the more we could correct, you know, the problems. But, you know, we got good guys in our locker room, great guys, guys that stand up for themselves, stand up for the teammates. So, you know, I expect us, like I said earlier, to, to be where we need to be. Um, but obviously we need to get there a little bit quicker. So we've talked a lot of offense, but the Chiefs defense needs some fixing as well. Nobody better than the Honey Badger to ease the nerves, right? Eagles quarterback Jalen Hurts is currently going through some growing pains, and it doesn't seem like Eagles head coach Nick Sirianni wants to use his runners in Miles Sanders or Kenny Gainwell. Could this be the best get-right game for a defense that you could ask for? I guess we'll see. I am a believer that there's enough there to be what they were when they were at their best down the stretch in some of these Super Bowl runs where, as you well know, I mean, you, you live and breathe it every day. And right. defense doesn't have to be great. They just have to be serviceable. They have to be solid. And they can't give up those big plays and, and some of the, the the breakdowns that they've had um, in recent weeks. And speaking of the game, that's Evan Washburn, the CBS sideline reporter who will join you on Sunday, along with Ian Eagle and Charles Davis. As you heard, Washburn helped us break down the game right here on the Arrowhead Pride interview series, which you can go back and listen to right after you're done with the Arrowhead Drive for Friday, August 1st. If you enjoy the Arrowhead Drive, please subscribe to the Arrowhead Pride Podcast Network. And while you're there, leave us a rating and a review. Coming up later today, Show and BK got your full preview for this game. As for me, that's a wrap for now. I'm Pete Sweeney. I'll catch you on Monday for the post-game edition of the Arrowhead Drive. More to-dos, less time, and an infinite number of tools to keep track of. Sometimes doing business has never felt harder, but you don't need a miracle to hit your goals. You can just use HubSpot because their all-in-one customer platform can make growing your business infinitely easier. Imagine this, high-quality leads, fast-closing deals, wildly happy customers, and more benchmark-breaking quarters. It's not a miracle, it's HubSpot. Visit HubSpot.com to get started today.